Welcome to Your Career Podcast, the podcast that helps to ensure your career success. To start getting on track with your career, download my free career goals calendar from thecareersacademy.online. My goals calendar includes a smart goals template and a weekly tasks sheet that will ensure step-by-step you get closer to reaching your career goals. So download my goals calendar today at thecareersacademy.online. Now on with the show. Welcome to episode 218 of Your Career Podcast. Welcome back to Your Career Podcast. I'm Jane Jackson, your host, and I'm on a mission to inspire you to take control of your career by providing career guidance, inspiration, and advice so you can create the career of your dreams. I've been providing career coaching to individuals and to large organizations across Australia, the UK, USA, Singapore, and Hong Kong for almost 20 years. And honestly, I love to make a difference in your life. So hop over to thecareersacademy.online and find out all of the resources that I have to support you in your career. Many of them are free, so just click and download and enjoy. Now, let me introduce my latest guest to Your Career Podcast. Gunnar Habits is a social selling advocate dedicated to advancing digital and social media as the highest performing customer engagement channel. From Daimler in Germany and HP in Switzerland to Hootsuite in Australia, Gunnar is now the senior partner and alliance manager Asia Pacific for Hootsuite. He's passionate about the transformation of modern workplaces to embrace new ways of collaboration. Cloud-based tools, mobility and artificial intelligence enable these trends. Gunnar consults with and guides his audience as a trusted advisor along the change journey to prepare for a connected tomorrow. And let's welcome Gunnar to your career podcast. Hi Gunnar, how are you? Hi Jane, thanks for having me here. Yeah, oh well, I've been waiting to interview you for quite a while because you've had one of the most interesting career journeys that I know. And you've changed country and you've changed job function and you've made some big changes and brave changes too. But let's kick it off with what your early career aspirations were when you were a little boy. So when I've been a boy, I've been fascinated by technology and sharing the experience to others. So actually, I wanted to become a teacher. I wanted to teach and train others. Mm, Okay, so teaching. Well, you kind of teach and train now when I think about it, because, you know, with your amazing networking and social selling that uh, you're the advocate for at Hootsuite, it's um, you're really training people how how to... become good at expressing themselves online, yes? So what what happened from your early career aspirations of wanting to be a teacher? How did you transition into this interesting engineering and then sales and then the digital social selling space? Because the whole journey from Germany to Switzerland to Australia is a fascinating one. Yes, indeed. And it was uh, step by step. So then I studied computer science in Germany, where I had the chance also to work as tutor. So then for three years, I've been training the generation just after me, 
one year, two years after me, uh, so that they can also get the best experience inside of this one. And fascinated by technology, then I've been working in data centers. I got the real day-to-day -day experience. I've been even very early in um, technology. So then I helped to create the early internet at Mercedes-Benz back then in the, in the 90s. And then I had the chance to work as a solution consultant at HP in Switzerland. That was an outstanding move uh, in end of 99 before the year 2000 topics that happened back then. And then inside of HP with 300,000 people, there was always something else what I would be interested in. And I had the chance of a nice journey inside the organization. Mm. Yeah, because you held quite a number of roles um, within HP, because when I have a look at your um, LinkedIn profile, you were um, technical pre-sales and then category marketing manager and then business development manager and then channel sales manager and then enterprise sales manager. So you really had a stellar career within HP. And so what, what was it that um, prompted you to make a change from there? So within HP, within 16 years, you're right. So there were different roles that, that came up. And it, it has been such a pleasure when, mm -hmm. when normal people would buy a laptop for private, not only for corporate, that I got the chance to be the product manager for this for the whole country that I've done for six years from a junior into a senior position and grow further. And as I always had a sales approach in my product marketing activities, so then uh, I moved into sales management. I let a I led a region of Central Eastern Europe. There were, I had 32 people in my team across 29 countries. So I've been always curious to explore different type of cultures. And it's great if you learn how to work in a mature country like Switzerland and adopt it into the more emerging region of countries like in Kazakhstan or in Ukraine or in Poland. So that was fantastic. But mm -hmm. after a while, I thought there are other regions which are interesting as well, like in Asia Pacific. So then I figured out what can be done. And at that time, HP split into two companies. On one side, HP Inc., they were pieces printers. The other side, Hewlett Packard Enterprise. So then out of a sudden, my management role, which was basically sitting in between, got redundant. The role, not me. And that was the start of a journey to think by myself, what actually can I do as the next step? Where and what? And maybe something different. Yeah, you know this is this is what's so interesting. It it, it comes up as a, a common thread so often that with the people that I interview who've made big career changes, it it usually is because of organizational restructure or downsizing or a merger and acquisition that a role may be made redundant and perfectly talented people who they would like to retain end up going through a redundancy and that that. So often my clients have said to me, it's a blessing in disguise because I got the ability or the opportunity to think what I want to do next in my career. And for some, they make a pivot. Others, they think, okay, I want something a little more meaningful or more aligned with what they really, really want to do when they take the time to assess. So you obviously must have done so. And, and then because you were with Daimler in uh, in Germany and then HP in Switzerland, in Zurich, and I know obviously then you moved to Australia where, where we are now, but what, what was your thinking? Because you were in Switzerland when this happened. And um, so what was going through your head? How did you feel? And how did you take control? Yeah, so then many people would wonder why from Switzerland, which looks like it's very safe and secure, mm -hmm. you earn a lot. But of course, it is an island in between Europe. You should not forget that. And at that stage, I've been traveling 
over the years a lot. So for the last role, I had maybe four years in a row where I spent 19 nights per year in a hotel. So it was always ongoing. But I thought, where is the place where the country is large enough, where the marketplace is small enough that I do not need to always travel? And with the passion for, for this traveling, I thought Asia-Pacific might be a great chance. So out of the redundancy timing, I thought three months travel in New Zealand might be great because you do not go down under for just three weeks to really switch off. And I thought after 16 years and living in the good, I actually have been training my former HP team on social selling not too long ago. So then um, I thought the best way is to have first some time off. That's obviously, so that, that needed to be there. And then uh, after this one, I really thought, what do I want to do? And I put seven cities on my map where I potentially would look for employment. That would be Vancouver, Denver, Boston, London, Singapore, Auckland, Wellington. Don't ask me why Melbourne and Sydney were missing. Also <laughs> Seattle was missing. So some, I picked these countries where are great companies in software. I started in software. I moved to hardware. So I thought if I would like to avoid doing the same of the same, I better go to those places where it makes sense. And in the world on IT, in particular also in the test market for the world, which is Australia, New Zealand, it is software and services instead of hardware and commodities. Mm -hmm. Then I wanted to go back and look what I have done in the past. I put an assessment of all what I've been doing in terms of the technology, but also the transferable skills to figure out what is it that I actually do, what I can do well, and where I can help others to achieve a growth. And then I came on the, on the idea, let's do this. So, but how to make that happen? It's just an idea to apply for jobs in Australia out of not having my own job anymore. That wouldn't work. So I thought, what is missing? I put an analysis of the, the, the pros, the cons, what do I have? What would I like to learn? And I thought a management training would be great. Australia is known for good education overseas. So then I picked a leadership uh, advanced diploma at the Australian Institute of Management. And it was, it felt like reborn, going for two months to Sydney, living in 12 different Airbnbs to figure out the different suburbs, because Sydney is a collection of villages, to meet these people from all walks of life instead of just those in the same industry. And that was fantastic. I really enjoyed that and got inspired on the marketplace, got inspired, how does it work with sponsorship visa? And a couple of months later, it actually worked. And I got my visa in within 11 days and moved within five weeks. What an amazing journey that was. But you know what I really like there, Gunnar, is that you, you did an assessment, you were very analytical about the whole process and thought, well, where do I want to go? Where will they need me? What are the skills that I've got? What do I enjoy doing? What's transferable? What's not? And then what a smart move when you decided on Sydney to not, not just go and stay in a hotel or, or you know, rent a long-term, um, a longer-term rental, but to go in lots of different Airbnbs and different suburbs in Sydney as well to really get a feel of the place, to see if you really like it because you know Sydney in one suburb can be very very different from another suburb too so so it sounds like you did this very strategically mm -hmm. yes and then so when you decided okay I'm in love with Sydney now and I'm going to stay here and I'm going to make sure that I create my career here how, how did you how did you go about it 
after I decided for this and I found a role in uh, in a software provider in the ecosystem of HP, actually. So it was a, a distributor of uh, particular parts of HP software. So it didn't lead me too far away from my path at HP. It was an area of software. And I've been doing some things in that area, which was good. So then what I figured out, in order to make Sydney working for me and me contributing, I would need to know more people. Because some, some people go as an expert somewhere, stay for a year or two and don't connect with the locals. I wanted to avoid this. So then I looked into networks such as Internations, the world's largest expert network. They're professionalized to meet with people who are in other companies. That was perfect, not to ask for a job but to figure out how the market actually works. Where is something what I need? And then those contacts over there thought they can place me as a candidate and get referral points. Also an option. So this I've done. I went to some meetup groups. I went into BNI, Business Network International, to also know the small business arena and build a network. And what really helped on it also was the connection to leaders in the space. So when I'm in selling, I should, of course, be connected into those organizations which are promoting and advancing this profession of sales. Mm. So I found uh, I found John Smybert uh, from the Sales Masterminds of Silesia and a couple of book authors like Tony Hughes, Keen McLaughlin, and I built close relationship to them, attended those events, and there were all of the professionals who really could tell me how the sales arena works here in APEC and in Australia and New Zealand. That was perfect. Mm. What what a what a smart way of going around it. And then once you um, built up your network and you expanded, and actually I think I think that's where I first met you at one of my networking events at LinkedIn Local Sydney. Yes, and LinkedIn is such a fantastic platform to uh, really build your network and expand your network and reach out to your target audience. And I, I know over time you became quite an expert on LinkedIn as well. So how did this amazing role at Hootsuite come about? Yeah, with Hootsuite it was very interesting because on one side, I truly like and live and breathe LinkedIn not in a sense of promoting and pitching, I'm actually rather against that, but more in helping others. Mm. The small business arena is same as also in, in, in sales professionals. I actually even uh, created my own webinars and uh, networking events myself to help others in that area because it connects to my former childhood dream as a teacher. Mm. Not as a government teacher who has safety and security in the job, but for the passion of teaching others. So that was what I've been doing, and I thought, okay, there was these, um, I've been using Hootsuite three years in advance to schedule posts properly, because that is the only way how I would be able to even change the images on a post which is scheduled, which natively does not work. I really liked it, and I had the impression that on Hootsuite is so much knowledge in their own academy, in all their blogs, what, what Hootsuite is doing, and that when I saw then there is an job opening in the channel, and I'm someone who likes this reseller referral channel a lot. I've been working in my last roles in channel uh, and direct, but mostly on the channel side as well, to work with uh, Deloitte, for example, when it comes to the larger um, partners and also to some smaller ones, who can really connect the dots between vendors and end customers. So that is the ecosystem I'm in. And I saw this role at Hootsuite as the first time here out of Sydney to build a channel. And so that fits very well. So then I basically submitted this application, while on the other side, 
one person out of my ecosystem that I built earlier and built the relationship over years in Sydney suggested me for the role as well and placed my referral um, to the country manager back then. So then it came from my side and from their side. That was that was perfect. Mm, yes, and to have have a referral of someone who already knows you, likes you, trusts you, know knows what you can do, uh, that certainly helps when you're when you're looking for a new position as well. But you know, from all of the things that you've learned with regard to the social selling and leveraging LinkedIn and expanding your network and getting to know business owners and all of that, it lends itself so well to the position that you have now um, at Hootsuite, yes? And and tell me, what what are the things that inspire you most about what you're currently doing? Social media is changing a lot. Mm. And particularly the last year, 2020, shows us with the pandemic that social media is surely here to stay and drive huge changes, how people consume their news, how people are interacting with each other. So that's there. It's fantastic to be part of that, as I have been using LinkedIn and the activities of social selling by myself to find my new place here. So it's basically very much the consequence of what I'm doing uh, that I can utilize uh, Hootsuite for. And the, the beauty of Hootsuite is also we have an ecosystem of different adjacent functions which are connected with partner companies. How would an organization know how to write content, how to schedule how content when they do not do a social listening in advance? Mm. How, does, how do organizations in the finance industry can ensure that whatever they are posting is also compliant so there again, partners come into play into Hootsuite. And I'm looking after partnerships, not just to resell Hootsuite services, but also the other way around. So partnership for Hootsuite is a two-way street, not just one way as in most other vendors. Mm-hmm. And you, you know what? You're doing such a great job there because I see your LinkedIn posts and they're always really educational and they're very collaborative as well and and very generous in all of the information that you share. It, it just makes such a difference. And I've certainly learned a lot about Hootsuite and also um, learned a lot about you as an individual and, and the type of person you are and that you are very sharing and giving as well. So now, if people want to find you, I, I know what the answer is going to be, but I'm going to ask it of you okay. anyway. Where is the best place to find you? The best place is to find me in my in my living room, which is called LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> LinkedIn, LinkedIn.com slash IN slash Gunnar Habits. Uh, if you know how to spell my name, then you find that. So that works very well. And uh, there I'm posting quite regularly about uh, at least six days a week allowing some break in between and uh, different type of topics that that I'm posting about. And I really like to see LinkedIn as an engagement platform, Mm. uh, not only uh, a job search platform. It is really that place where we can show our personal brand, who we are, what drives us, what motivates us, not just for the corporate work, but also from a personal development point of view. Yeah. What I really like about LinkedIn is that it's so much more than a resume because it's interactive. You can really get to know, you know, the real you um, if you know how to use it properly and through all the content that you share because content creation, you know, only 1% of the members on LinkedIn actually are content creators. And so the people who do create content, you've got such a huge market that is, you know, virtually untapped when you think about 
the number of people who could be creating content as well. So great job with everything that you're creating. And I'll make sure that I put the link to find you Guna, on my show notes at janejacksoncoach.com forward slash podcast, where you'll be able to find this podcast and also obviously on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and YouTube and everywhere else that you can find find um, podcasts too. Thanks for sharing your story. I, f- I find that really inspiring because everyone's got a different journey, but you took a really strategic approach to your career and you did a lot of uh, self-assessment and analysis before you really launched this this brave move across, you know, an entire <laughs> the entire world in order to get to Australia. And you've done made such a success of it and, um, you know, a very nice person to boot. So thank you so much for your time today, I really enjoyed finding out more about the story and I learned a few new things too. So we will see you in the networking circuit. Yes, indeed. Thanks. And, and good that you are so active over there that we had the chance to connect some years back and good to see you always again. Oh, you're welcome. It's been a pleasure, Gunnar. Bye. If you enjoy Your Career Podcast, please hop over to iTunes and leave a review because that's how we get to reach more people. And if you need help in your career, go to www.thecareersacademy.online where you'll be able to find lots of online programs as well as one-on-one coaching with me. See you soon. If you enjoyed this episode of Your Career Podcast, I invite you to check out my career success program at thecareersacademy.online. The Career Success Program is the original program that uniquely provides 24-7 on-demand career support and fortnightly live career coaching sessions to keep you on track to reach your career goals. It is the essential resource for anyone who wants to manage their career effectively, make a career change and land the job they'll love. Whether you're in exploration mode, 
road or seeking a new career direction and need help to make it a reality, the Career Success Programme is for you. Not only do you get access to my step-by-step roadmap to navigate your career crossroads, my extensive training library and exclusive members-only discounts and tools, you'll also become part of my supportive community of professionals who will help you with feedback, encouragement and advice. All this and more makes the Career Success Program the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow their career. Check it out and join me at thecareersacademy.online.